We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And welcome to Courtside with Christy and Gabe right here on the Her Hoop Stats Podcast Network. I am Christy Winter-Scott, joined as always by my guy, Gabe Ibrahim. And Gabe, the playoffs are upon us and it's on and popping. I can't wait for the ball to be tipped. I know. And it's right here. It's, it's tomorrow night is when the games are starting. We've been talking about playoffs, 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 playoffs. <laughs> All season long, and now it's finally here. And you know, feels like it kind of snuck up on us because you know we didn't get we didn't get a show last week because obviously Christy was up coaching the UA Elite Twenty Four in Chicago. You got to be in that really cool gym, right? The one that's like, oh my gosh, yeah, we were on the seventeenth floor, and it was amazing. It was an immaculate view of yeah. Chicago, and and we had the outdoor court for the game and it was just uh, an amazing opportunity for those young women and the young men who were there uh, 24 of each 12 on each mm-hmm. team and i was clapping them up and it was it was awesome it was an awesome experience so it's hard to just sit back in an all-star game and say well you know it's just an all-star game yeah. but i'm like take the cut <laughs> the horn screen like go over here and we got the horns we scored off of it Anyway, so the one time we did. Anyway, I love y'all if y'all are listening, but yeah, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> no, it looked like a ton of fun. I'm glad you got that experience. And yeah. shouts to Dano for joining us in the comments. Uh, if you guys want to comment anything, I'll probably put up whatever you say because that's how we that's how we roll here on the Her Hoop Stats podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure to follow us across everything you can see on the little ticker. I, I like this whole this streamyard thing is great. This is fantastic. Like it. We're going live. And I, so we I do want to get into it because I know we don't have as much time as we normally do. But yes, we can do I it. Think, I think you're going to play a role in these playoffs, right? I is that am. correct? I am. You are correct. You are correct. I found out Sunday night that I will be the reporter for the Phoenix Las Vegas series. So I'll be heading to Vegas today. 
today. So it's like, you know, a little bit of everything in this morning, getting all my ducks in a row, if you will. And I'm all set and ready to go out there. So it should be a a great series and a lot of storylines within that, which I am pleased to to talk about. No, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear some of your prep because I know Christy preps so much for these things she it's like she's coaching the game when she's doing the sideline yeah, and she's always like we don't have enough time to talk about everything it's like yeah you're you're talking you're going through every little thing i, I want everything and everything <laughs> but i'm really excited and that's awesome uh the, to see you on espn for that las mm-hmm. vegas phoenix series uh and we will talk about it but i do want to start getting into uh the series that we have in front of us starting with what i think is going to be the big one uh, I think this is going to be the mo- the best series of the first round. Okay. The four seed Seattle Storm against the five seed Washington Mystics. Uh, this series starts on Thursday at 10 p.m. At 10 p.m. Yeah. On ESPN. My night, night out. It's good. Coffee, coffee, coffee <laughs> works, folks. Uh, and then we have Sunday at 4 p.m. Those will be the first two games in TBD on the time for game three. I'm sure this is getting to game three. The season series was 2-1. The last two games were absolutely, yeah. absolute classics, in my opinion. Yeah. And this is just one of the most even matchups we've ever seen. You look at these teams' offensive and defensive ratings. Offensive rating for Seattle, they're ranked sixth in the league. Washington, seventh. Washington has the best defense in the league. Seattle has the second best defense in the league. Net rating, Seattle is at 5.2. Net rating for Washington, 5.1. They're obviously 4-5 right there. So it's so even yeah. in this series mm-hmm. that it's it's hard to figure out what are going to be the factors that make a difference. But what do you, when you're looking at the series, what, what do you think it could be some of the things that make a difference? Well, Gabe, you know what? The first thing that pops in my mind is the Spider-Man meme. When they're all sitting. Yes. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, uh, Megan McPeak and I, you know, we were joking about that. Uh, during our last broadcast of the regular season there with the Mystics and the Indiana Fever on Sunday. And it, it is, I mean, and you broke it down perfectly statistically, but even the eyeball test, yeah. like the starters, the bench players, like everything is the same almost. I mean, you're you're looking at Seattle that has obviously Stewie and, and Bird, and then you have Jewel Lloyd, who comes third on that list. I mean, she's a gold medalist <laughs> right? as well, right? But then you look at, the Mystics, and you have Cloud, who is the league leader in assists this year and did her thing all season long across the board, career numbers statistically for her this season. And then Elena Deladon, who has back-to-back over 20 points against Indiana in their last two games. But then, Eggman, don't forget about Ariel Atkins. Like, yeah. You know, so Jewel Olympic Lloyd, gold medalist, all-star. Exactly. Another gold medalist. And, you know, you look at Jewel Lloyd and Ariel Atkins. So for me, those two players are going to be the X factors. Those two players are going to determine how this team flows or not flows and uh, respectively for their squads. And I, I really think that, that that's what we should be looking at. I mean, stats aside, uh, you know, top two players from each team that you think about when you talk about these two squads aside, it's, it's Lloyd and Atkins. I mean, the way they strap up defensively, they attack you on the offensive end. Now, Ariel Atkins, not that she was a, a three-point shooter only mm-hmm. you know, in her years behind her, but now I think she's more intentional about getting to the second and third levels of offense and being incredibly productive at getting herself to the free throw line more this year. And you could say the same thing for Jewel Lloyd, where you, know, you look at the stats, and the first thing you're going to look at is what does Sue do? What did Brianna do? 
But then it's like Jewel Lloyd, her gaudy stat line pops up and it's like, that's the difference maker for the Storm. And and in the game, in the one game that the Storm won here in those in that uh, two games in Washington, it was because Jewel Lloyd made some ridiculous shots down the end of the game. Uh, yeah. I do want to say shouts to Jessica. She said that she's, thank God, she said, uh, glad Christie's back, gave <laughs> held it down, but we missed you. So that, I, I think that's what we were missing. You know, we, we, we had Dano and Calvin. We did our best. It's not the same. It's not the same chemistry. You're the captain of the ship, so we're glad to have you back. But I, we're not putting the stat, the stats aside quite yet. That you're, okay. you're talking to me. We're not putting in the stats. Aside. No, let's keep them. But you you look at this, and I think you're right. You know, Jewel Lloyd's gonna make a huge difference because mm -hmm. she's the player who can really create her own shot at more than anyone on this team. Not that this team, you know, Brianna Stewart and Tina Charles and 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 Sue Bird who can do it sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, you know, they, they have plenty of options, but I think Jewel is really the one who's going to be um, mm -hmm. the make or break player. I, I agree with that. And I think Ariel on the other side for her offense is going to be that make or break player. Now, I do think the Mystics are going to line up a little differently. I, I think Natasha Cloud's going to be on Jewel Lloyd, uh, kind of take away her on-ball mm -hmm. skills. I think Alicia Clark's going to be on Sue Bird because she's probably the best off-ball defender that the, the Mystics have and one of the best screen navigators in the league. And then you have Ariel kind of playing I think she'll start on Gabby Williams they met that may change but she she'll be roaming around and she's such a great help side defender that I think it'll be a big factor so mm -hmm. with those matchups I mean I just listed out three of the best matchups we're going to see in these playoffs period yeah um but I think one of the big things that's going to be uh that's going to determine the series are offensive rebounds because again we're talking about things on the margins this mm -hmm. is going to be a series decided on the margins going to be decided at the end of the game so yep. if the mystics can get a offensive rebounding edge and it could happen. They're one of the better offensive rebounding teams in the league. They're mm -hmm. sixth best in the league while uh, Seattle is ninth worst in terms of giving up offensive rebounds. Yeah. Now that's changed a little bit since Tina Charles came back, but in that game in DC, Shakira Austin grabbed a bunch of rebounds and just gave, yes. you know, DC a little bit more momentum sometimes to figure out offensively what they were doing. And, and mm -hmm. that paid off at the end of the game. Right. So I just think that's going to be a huge factor, but you know, you know, I can, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Like, here, here are the things, that, the questions I don't know. What, what's going to happen? I think could decide the series. Like, who is shooting more slash better, uh, Natasha Cloud or Super? Super is going to be a more efficient shooter, but Natasha Cloud, she may shoot more. And if Natasha Cloud's making her threes, guess what? This series is completely changed on its head. Right. And then on the other, and then another one is like, who's providing more offensive value? Is it Gabby Williams with her cutting? There was Alicia Clark with her shooting, and she struggled with shooting at times this year, but. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I those are the questions that I'm not sure where it's going to go. And I think they may decide the series. No, absolutely. And I think, you know, Sue Bird has had just a fantastic career and, and that's putting it mildly. So there's probably going to be some of that in the tank as well when you mm -hmm. have her career on the line, not just for her, but for her teammates wanting to play their best for yeah. her to extend sure. her postseason and and of course, her storied career. So. In terms of shooting the ball well, I think what, what Seattle likes to do, they like to push you to the sidelines. So they like to trap pick and rolls and everything. So I think Cloud has got to make great reads out of those defensive actions that Seattle's going to throw their way. I mean, one and two defensively. I mean, if that's not a chess match, I don't know what it's like. Come on. And when you when you have Sue Bird out there, I mean, she's the conductor of it all, right? Yeah. She's done it all. A league leader and assists. And then you have I mean, overall, like ever in the history of the league, league leader and assistant. Mm -hmm. And this year you have Natasha Cloud, who led the league with seven assists per game this season. So I, I think that's going to be an incredible matchup. But I'm also 
a little concerned too because Natasha Cloud went out in the last game against Indiana at halftime, and it was precautionary. And they said knee, but you know, I we we're not doing any assumptions or anything like that. We just want to make sure everybody's healthy, and we want all the chess pieces in the box, please, and and healthy and ready to go. Maisha Hines Allen missed the last two games for our health and safety protocols for mm -hmm. the Mystics. But when you're talking about the defense for Washington, Alicia Clark definitely comes to mind. And when you have someone who won championships with Seattle, two of them, um, you have that veteran experience. But I had um, Monica Brown is like a major uh, Mystics fan, uh, season ticket holder. And she told me after the last game, like they were sitting with um, with their friends, like near mm -hmm. the bench. And she said that, Alicia Clark was so verbose. Like when she wasn't on the court, yeah. she was like, it was like a six player defensively on the court saying, hey, watch the screen, move up, slide over, do this, that, the other thing. So she has really been a difference maker. And then at the end of the game, Elena Deladon co-signed that. She yeah. said, look, Alicia Clark plays great defense, but she understands the sacrifice that you need to make on that side of the court to make things go well on the other side. So uh, I think you have to give credit where credit is due with Clark mm -hmm. and her experience as, as the, the oldest player on this Washington Mystics team, but also her voice and the command that she has and how all eyes are on her when she's on or off the court, when she's talking about things that are going on on the defensive end. Yeah. So it's almost like having a coach on the floor with Alicia Clark. No, she, she's an incredible basketball player. She and Ariel Atkins is called to the, the head of the spear on defense, yeah. which is impressive to hear, yeah. right, from a player like Ariel Atkins. Um, but she's, I mean, I, I think um, the other thing with Alicia is, like, if she's hitting those threes, if she's being able to cut to the basket, if she's being a little bit, she's able to be more active on the offensive end, yeah. that's going to change up um, a lot of what Seattle wants to do in terms of their pressuring scheme and, and all that. Like, they, mm -hmm. they may not be able to trap as much. They may not be able to blitz as much if those players yeah. are hitting shots and finding the seams of the defense. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that goes for Shakira Austin as well. I think those two can make a yeah. big difference offensively with their activity. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Like I said at the beginning of this, I have no idea what's going to happen. I do want to point out Miles uh, Ehrlich, one of our guys, friend of the podcast, has said Natasha is adamant that she was feeling good. My Shines Allen's back in the building. So hopefully they are back to full strength. So hopefully they are. Um, but you know what? Christy, I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna get mad at me. Uh oh, it's time to make picks. Oh my god, it's oh time my. to make a pick. Oh my god, you know I gotta judge the hair up a little bit. Picks, <laughs> I start sweating a little bit. Right here. Do you wanna? Do you wanna go first, or do you want me to go first? I, you know what, I will go first. I oh. will go first, just because I, you know. You influence me a lot with what you say, so I want to sure. make sure I'm like this. <laughs> no, I, I definitely. Oh, you know, all things being healthy is what we just heard a good report about, mm -hmm. and we are here from DC. I just, it's just tough to say anything other than that, <laughs> uh, you know. And I know that the fans want, you know, the Mystics to. Sky, yeah. Sky Show says Mystics Nation is watching. Be careful. <laughs> Mystics will win the series. Mystics going to win? I say Mystics in three. Mystics. They're going to split out there. They're going to split out there and come back and, and get it. You know, I so. Hey, Mystics Nation. <laughs> shouts to Christy. Christy, she's a Hall of Famer for a reason, folks. She picks her spots. 
No, no. I so I don't know. Uh you I, gonna do I, Gabe? With, I wanna with, Eric, I, I don't I'm not just doing this to be against you. And and as Mark Schindler points out, betting against a healthy EDD, lesser sign, less money. Like it's not a good idea to bet, bet against a healthy EDD. Don't do it. It's not, but I don't know. So I I you have to ask me before game three because I, I think the one thing I know is it's gonna be three, right? We're going I would like three. for it to be three. I, I like want to get another home game in. I got I didn't go the last two yeah. uh regular season games, so I gotta get a home game in. Yeah. I think I'm just going with Seattle because I just have more players in Seattle that I trust to make a shot at the end of the game to produce their own shot than the than the Mystics do. And that's no shade to the Mystics. Obviously, these are two of the best teams in the league that happen to have to play each other in the first round. I hate that. But I just I just I just have to I have to trust what I see, and I think I trust Lloyd and Stewart and Bird and Charles just a tiny bit more at the end of the game. Oh, I don't know. Well, what about the defense for the Mystics taking that away? I don't think it's hard to take this stuff away because Jewel, as as Mark also says, betting against Jewel Lloyd is not a good idea because she's been on fire and she could just like, you know, she she has the Kobe-ness. And I know we talk about it. It's like she's going to make the shot at a 48 degree angle and she's going to lean back more. And I just trust that a little bit more. I think she'll have enough space to do it. And it will be against great defense. I think, you know, that's the thing. Ariel Atkins, Erden Tasha Cloud can play great defense on Jewel Lloyd, and it may not end up mattering, right? Mm. So, I mean, that's our, that's the pick. That's the pick for me. We're, we're going to go head-to-head on that one. All right. All right. Um, man. It's the first, but not the last, I'm sure. It's, it's <laughs> Oh, wait. Can I just add for for uh, a matchup that I want to see? Um, oh, yeah. Ezzy Magbagor and Shakir Austin inside. I want to two see. young, youthful, exuberant defensive yeah. players, but also can go at you. Ezzy Magbagor kisses it so high off the glass, tough to guard it. Shakir Austin went from being expected to be a 10-minute player to being a starter over 30 games this season. So I want to see that too. So go ahead. Okay, so I had to add that. For no, no. Players. Shout out to the post players. We're, we're still out here. And, and Maisha too. I want to see Maisha because the, ben- the benches are going to be big too. Again, margins, everything on the margins, every single minute. And that's what this series is going to be awesome about. It's like every single minute, every single micro adjustment, every single little thing that the pl- teams do yeah. is going to come up in the end. Um, and it's going to affect the bottom line. So yeah, no uh, little things, all big things. They turn every- out to be big things at the end, honey. Everything's big. Everything's big. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I think that's going to be a best series, and and Christy and I are going head to head. Hopefully, we get that home game though, because I really want to see some playoff basketball here in DC. Um, all right, let's let's move over to your series, uh, to the to the Las Vegas Phoenix series. The game times for this are Wednesday at 10 p.m. on ESPN. Again, yeah. coffee, good people, coffee works. <laughs> Saturday at 9 p.m. on ESPN two. Actually, yeah. caffeinated seltzers. No calories sit better in your stomach. Yeah. Wow. yeah okay. I will investigate. Caffeinated seltzers. The one I've had is AHA. It's really good. Uh, that's not a paid advertisement, but if you want to pay us, I mean, I'll sponsors. I'm always down. I'm always Send down. Me some. Send me some. I'll try it. <laughs> uh, the season series here, Vegas has won all three games. Um, you know, it's, it's tough to see a, a path. For Phoenix, right, without knowing about the health of Diane Rossi, seems like she's not going to come back in this mm-hmm. first round. Uh, and and where Skylar Dingett Smith is, is she's coming back to the team. And obviously, we just want to send our well wishes to her and hope yeah. that everything's okay. She had to step away from the team for personal reasons, so yeah. 
yeah. uh, send, sending good vibes and love her way. If she's not back, though, it's hard for me to see a path for Phoenix. That being said, this Phoenix team, just extremely frisky. They have no conscience. They're just like, okay, whatever. Like, we're going to go. We're just going to keep going. All right. And they've made the playoffs. So, I don't know. Can you, can you give me a good reason why someone should pick Phoenix? Uh, because of just what you said. I mean, it, it's not an X and O situation right now for Phoenix. It's a will willpower situation for them. And, you know, again, like what you said, I co-signed with what you said about Skylar Diggins-Smith. Hopefully everything's okay with her or mm-hmm. stepping away for personal reasons. And they did have to suspend her so that they could uh, qualify for the hardship pickup of the player. So uh, I, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> Vanessa Nygaard, she has had really a time this season, right? In terms of in, out of the lineup, uh, Tina Charles leaves, you know, obviously no Brittany Griner all season, uh, bless her too. Um, but for me, I think the hope lies on the will and the passion uh, of this team and the no quit. I mean, this team has not quit. Like even if they've lost games, I'm not saying they haven't lost games, okay? But in those games, they don't lay down and say, just forget it. No. I mean, Diamond Shields is not going to say, just forget it. Sophie Cunningham is not going to say, well, you got this one. Go ahead. No, nope. they're going to drive you to the rim if they're down 10 or whatever it is. They're going to keep playing hard. And that's what could keep them in games against Las Vegas. But, boy, Las Vegas is tough. And the way they closed out the season, Gabe, man, they had some nice, strong wins there that – may yeah. have catapulted them into the number one seed. I mean, oh, no, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously that's what it did. But I'm saying like number one rank, I have to do all these rankings at the end yes. of the season. The fate being the favorite. Being the favorite, right. Yeah. And and had to do that today, you know, this morning, had to do the AP voting and just to see their body of work, you know, over the last week, it, it's what you want. If you're Las Vegas, uh, you know, and I know we're going to talk about Chicago and Chicago had a couple of uh, speed bumps there. Yeah, no. And, and, and I think for Vegas, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about the favorite right now. Cause I, I said it was Seattle a day ago and I was like, changed my mind the next day and I changed my mind the next day. I don't know who the favorite is. Ask me next week. But I would say for Vegas, you know, I think this is a series that has broken really well for them because yeah. they're a team that lacks depth, especially with Erica Hamby out for this first round. Right. I think they're a team that is still trying to find some things that work uh, offensively without Hamby and trying to install Stokes and trying to figure out the defense and the offense at the same time. Um, and they play great through that. And that's a testament right. to Asia Wilson. Um, and, and I think that's that's a great, great argument as to why she should be MVP is that she's been able to kind of keep this team going just steadily um, without, you know, the kind of consistency you'd normally see from a top seed. Right. That being, and I want to give credit to Phoenix, like you're saying. I just don't, I don't see a path. I think it's going to, I think it's going to be Vegas in a sweep. Um, I don't think, I don't think uh, Phoenix is going to be able to use that zone as much against a team like Vegas that just loves to pop off from three. Um, I, I think, you know, there's a chance that maybe, Phoenix can speed this series up, which is weird because yeah. Vegas loves to run. Um, so it's like, I don't think maybe maybe they slow it down, but they're not a team that slows it down is the issue. Right. So it's like, that's why I think the matchup really works out well for Vegas. I right. think it's going to be Vegas in a sweep um, and they'll be moving on in, in two games and hopefully get Derek Hamby back for the next round uh, against what's going to be a really, really good team. 
I agree. And I'm going with Vegas too. And, and just because, I mean, you, even without the depth is what you were talking about with no yes. and then the bench being kind of a short bench all season long in terms of rotations for Becky Hammond. I just think that, you know, it's, it's quite a challenge and an uphill battle for Phoenix to go against a team. Number one, who is playing the way that they're playing right now. Right. Um, they are really reading and reacting well in the quarter court. Their defense is on point. Um, and the way they like to push the pace, I think is going to be a big difference maker as well. And, I know I, I love the spirit of sport. I love passion and players, but at the end of the day, you know, do you have enough? And I think without Diana Taurasi, and we don't know about Skylar Diggins-Smith, obviously without a player like Brittany Griner and Tina Charles now in Seattle, there's been so many things that have factored into, um, you know, questionable results for yeah. postseason play. And kudos to them for making it in. I mean, no one gave them even credit for making it into the playoffs. So kudos to them to get in on that eight seed. But it's going to be quite a battle to beat a team like Las Vegas in Las Vegas. I think they may be able to sneak out a game. Maybe. I don't know. I, oh. Actually, no, I, I don't think they can. Okay, I was going to say how so. Like, and not yeah. in the play. <laughs> now, Phoenix, no, no. Now, Phoenix, no, I get you. Hey, I get you. No, I'm not going to count them out either. Let's give them, let's give them a possibility of a split. And, you know, like just from what I said, because of the fire and energy that they play with, the no quit attitude that they play with and Skylar Diggins Smith, if she's playing, that could be a difference maker, too. So, yeah. I mean, a major difference maker. I mean, she's top five in the league in scoring. Let's not forget. She first leads team the league. WNBA, probably first team and oh. leads the league in, in free throw attempts. I mean, she is an attacker, right? She's going to get you. So I, I think they need they need Skylar. Diggins Smith. They got to have her. They got to have her, um, you know, to battle against this team on the road and and come out with some success. And they're going to fight. So we're not, this is not a shady comment for Phoenix. We're just looking at it the way we're looking at it. And I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people may agree with us. Yeah, I think I think most people agree with us. I could see it getting close, though. I could see it getting a little close, yeah. just say in some, in some games. But so we're both going with Vegas in a sweep, yeah. which means I have Vegas and Seattle in my second round, which is an unbelievable series. And you have Vegas and Washington in the second round, which is going to be an unbelievable series. Well, well, Washington swept Vegas all like this season. I know it's awesome. So, I mean, if they advance, I mean, no, no, I'm, I digress. I, let's, let's, we'll, we got to cross that bridge. We get there. We got to cross first that bridge. Round. We get there. Yeah, but, I, you know, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I, I love having the series back. I love having, you know, three games here. Like, this is yeah. awesome. This is how the playoffs are supposed to be. Like, we're looking at it and we're saying, okay, where, where are the little micro adjustments going to be? Where, where are the little yeah. pressure points in the series going to be rather than, hey, what's going to happen in this one game? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm pumped for it. Um, okay, now we gotta go to the other side of the bracket, though, right. and uh, I'll, I'll let you pick. This is a dealer's choice here. Um, mm-hmm. We got Chicago versus New York, and we have Connecticut versus Dallas. So where do you want to where do you want to go first? Let's go with Chicago. Let's go with Let's Chicago, go. New York. Yeah, Chicago, New York. So the game times for this one are Wednesday at eight p.m. on ESPN two, Saturday at noon on ESPN. Chicago has won this series three to one in the season. Uh, now New York, a little bit up and down in the last like yeah. week, but they, they've, they've looked good and they've, their numbers say they've been pretty good. And, you know, it's really, they've gotten healthier, but Najelani's back. 
Natasha Howard, she did injure her ankle, so we're trying to see yeah. about her um, availability. Hopefully, she's available. Hopefully, she's 100%. If she is, then I think New York has all the talent in the world. Um, yep. And they just, you know, and at times it, it, they haven't put together, but they have gotten better throughout the season, I think. Chicago? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, what'd yeah. you say? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, Chicago, on the other hand, has been winning very, very close games. Their margins have been thin. I'm trying to lay the base work for some talk of an upset. Do you, am, I, am, I, am I reaching at straws here? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, you have a team in Chicago who came in last season as a sixth seed and won the whole thing. So, I mean, you can't count that out for New York being a seventh no. seed and doing that same thing. But at the same time, because Chicago won it last year, they know how to get that mm -hmm. job done together, right? And now they have Emma Mieseman, who also won a championship in 2019 So with Washington. So she knows also how to get the job done in postseason. So there's a lot to be said for experience in those environments and in that space. So for me, I am thinking Chicago is, is going to get this series. And it's not going to be easy, I will say. It's not going to be easy because of how gritty – New York has been playing the game, but I, I just think that Chicago, I mean, even if their momentum hasn't been up to par in the last mm -hmm. week, uh, you know, they dropped a couple of games that they shouldn't have, I think, you know, and the way that they lost those games shouldn't have lost those games, but they did. And, you know, I think that'll make them more hungry. Sometimes you need to lose to win, you yep. know, and, and not go in so comfortable that you get like hit the back of the neck and, and not ready for, for, really high level competition. So I think in the playoffs, when you have won it before, you can tap into what got you there and do it again. So New York, they have nothing to lose here. And sometimes it's easy to play free when you have nothing to lose. Hey, we're out here. We're just going to ball out. We're just going to play and just go for it. So that's dangerous too, because again, it's like Phoenix. It's like, it's not about X's and O's. It's about, you know, in between your no. two ears, and and get the job done that way and fight for what you want and they they want to advance no i, I and i don't think i don't know new york has a chance i think some people and in the comments i think we have people every time saying oh they can win a game i think they have a chance to win the series i mean it is only three games i yeah love the series having back but it's only three games so you don't have to win twice you don't have to have two bad shooting games and like i mentioned chicago those really thin margins this year they have one of the lowest average um margins in games whether they win or lose i think it's 7.8 points that was from curtis uh over across the timeline um like that it, you know i think on one hand it shows that this team can be beat on the other hand it shows exactly what we're saying they're champions they know how to win at the end of the game they know what exactly what they need to do they understand how to manipulate the, the end of the game to get the shots that they want right and their team is stacked I mean, this team is just awesome. Yeah. Bandage Sloop, Quigley, Copper, Meeseman, Parker. I mean, come on. That's three finals, MB finals MVPs. That's one hey. player who should have at least an MVP or a finals MVP on Courtney Bandage Sloop. And Alec Quigley yeah. is one of the best shooters in league history. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I I think, you know, I think they're a little too talented maybe to, to lose a game. But I also think if Sabrina can get loose, I think the matchups for Sabrina, whoever is guarding her, whether it's Copper, whether that's Rebecca Gardner, yeah. who's been a revelation. How about They're, Gardner? Right? Yeah. Right? She's mm. been awesome, and I think she's going to do a really good job defensively. Yeah. And I think if if they can limit um, if they can limit Sabrina's 
you know, opportunities on the offensive end, this, this series over. If she kind of gets loose, well, then it's going to open up everyone else. And it'll depend on how healthy Benajelena and Natasha Howard are. Um, yeah. yeah. So who, do you want to make a pick now? Absolutely. I, I'm going with Chicago. And mm-hmm. I just think that experience in the postseason is the best teacher. And you, you can't learn that until you go through it. You can't yeah. learn that until you go through it. So New York right now is going to go through it. Okay. And, <laughs> and they're going to go through it. It's a threat. It's, it's, you know, take that how you want it. But I mean, they have to, they have to have postseason experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just think uh, the way that Chicago has just conducted themselves all season long, they're on a string. And yeah. even if they don't execute it, they know what they want. Okay. It's not like they're out there. They're not wasting any possessions, wondering who's going to cut where, what on defense, what are we doing? Like they know what they want to do. They are very intentional with that, but sometimes it doesn't get executed. And sometimes they don't maximize their, their opportunities to score, but it's not for lack of organization. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I am very impressed with, with how Chicago has played all season and, when they're carrying that, that trophy, you know, from last year into the locker room, you know, uh, mentally, they're carrying that mentality with them before game one. So for me, I'm like, Hey, you better watch out. You just have to watch out for a team like Chicago, because I think they're hungry. They did it before want to do it again. And, and now they have added pieces you know, with Gardner and Mieseman who have made a huge difference this season as well in a lot of different ways. Yeah, no, and I, I think they're just, they're so good. We didn't even mention Azari Stevens. Like, it's just, I mean, it's too much. Have- I could come up with reasons, right? Like, you know, New York, New York, one of New York's biggest Achilles heels is that they foul a lot, but Chicago hasn't really taken advantage of that late in, in, in throughout the season. I think right. though, Chicago's going to be able to attack that more if they're like, hey, we want to get more one-on-ones. We want to get to the line more. They can do that. They're just so they have so many options. They do. Um, so I think you know if this was a one game, if this was a one game series, yeah. I'd be like, hey, maybe New York has a chance. Right. But I'm with you. I'm going Chicago in three. And uh, but shouts to New York for making the playoffs. They they had a really rough start to the year. They've had a lot of they injuries, did. and I think uh, they did well to get into the playoffs. And hopefully, you know, this is the first of a of a playoff run, so we can see uh, this team come together and play in some yeah. big games. Yeah, um, agreed. But I don't, yeah, I'm with you. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. I can see I'll also see them getting blown out both games and just going out sad. Uh, let's let's move over to the last series, last series of the day before right. Christy has to go do her her prep for Las Vegas. Co- Coach Christy's gonna be back in the saddle, <laughs> looking at all the matchups. Uh, Absolutely. Let's uh, let's get to uh, Connecticut versus Dallas game times. Okay for the games in Connecticut Thursday at 8 p.m. on ESPNU, Sunday at noon on ABC. Kind of weird that they got the ESPNU game and an ABC game, but whatever, I don't make the schedules there. Dallas has actually won this series, 2-1. Yep. to one. And they've been playing some pretty nice basketball for most of the last about that? month, right? How about that? Uh, there, this is a, a, it's becoming a sexy upset pick. Hmm. Uh, a lot of people are mad at Kurt Miller for trying to win the last game of the season because they thought they should roll over for, I don't know, for Sill or something. I, I didn't agree with that. Did you see this? I, I didn't see the, the banter about it, but the game is the game. And, you know, roll the ball out and let's go. And and Sill, oh, my God, we love you. And it's not about that, but 
I mean, you want to be preparing for the playoffs too, right? You want well, all your your yeah. cylinders oiled up and ready to roll. It's like it'd be disrespectful to to Sylvia if they didn't try hard to win that game. No, if they're a team that's resting or whatever, but that's not. There's definitely not what Kurt Miller ever has ever ever done. I don't ever. like the resting thing. Unless, I mean, unless you're injured or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, for a game like that, you know, to sit your top seven players, I, I, I don't think that's a, a good plan. So, yeah, I, 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 you, so, you play, play, to quote Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. You Period. play to win Period. the game. That's how you right. respect the game. Back to what was happening in the future. Connecticut uh, against Dallas. I think... This is a, a, a sexy upset pick. A lot of people may mm. not uh, may think a little bit worse of Connecticut after their run last year in the playoffs because they right. didn't do as much as we thought. This team is usually a team that overperforms in the playoffs. If you all want to get more historical about it, right? Um, obviously, no Jasmine Thomas. We've talked about that all year, but right. this team is rolling into the playoffs. Sixteen point two net rating in their last five games. Their defensive rating ninety three point eight in those last five games, wow. shutting teams down. Yeah. Dominating, dominant, dominant fashion. So what do you see from this Connecticut Dallas series? I mean, Dallas. Wow. What did they put up? 116 points against LA in their yes. last game. I mean, yeah. LA going uh, outside. And you said what? <laughs> LA is going outside. I know that was, you know, that so. was a rough way to close the season for the sparks, but uh, you know, just for, for Dallas to be clicking like they are right now, I think it's pretty amazing. And that's what you want. That's what we yeah. were just talking about. Momentum. Heading into the postseason, you want to be playing your best basketball, win or lose. Like, you want to be playing your best basketball. You prefer to win, obviously, but you don't want to win and not play well, okay? So I've played and coached for a long time. Like, you don't want to go in like, we won by 12, but or we won by 15 or whatever. But, man, we we did not play our best basketball mm -hmm. as a team. And, and it could be like, oh, come on, coach. Like, we won the game. Like, no. I mean, I'm a product of we won the game, but we got out-rebounded and, and ran the stairs at Coalfield House. So I'm, <laughs> I'm a product of that mentality. Like, there's, there's always something you can do better. Okay? So that's, that's where I'm coming. That's my frame of reference on that. Um, but, but with that being said, you have to look at a team like Dallas and give them their credit. I mean, Mabry is playing out of her mind. She really is. Like, how do you, you know, there's no way really to contain a mentality like that. I mean, she is, uh, she's coming at you. She's going to be disruptive defensively too. It's not just her offense I'm talking about. She has just been this fireball for Dallas and they've been amazing because of it. Enrique Gumbawale was out, you know, with injury yeah. and everything like that. So, you know, sometimes that fuels the team to even go further, right. Yeah. than what's expected of them uh, production wise on both sides of the court. So I think Dallas has really stepped up in that way. And it's really been impressive to watch down the stretch. But when you're, you know, in the playoffs, anything can happen. And when you have that mental advantage of having a 2-1 yeah. lead in the series over a team like Connecticut, who, you know, without Jasmine Thomas, I really hate that she is uh, injured know. this season. And, you know, last year they were missing Alyssa Thomas in the same way, uh, but she was able to come back for the playoffs and, it's just it's just a, a tough dynamic for for Connecticut. So for Connecticut, their challenge, I mean, they're hungry because they they're coming in after being beaten twice by this yeah. team. So a lot of film study, a lot of, you know, like you said, the the micro details Martins, yeah. that are that are on the table right now. They have to take care of that. No, no. So um, Dallas, I think they can be confident. 
they're probably not as scared of this Connecticut team as they should be. Uh, this this Connecticut team's mean. Look, like that when you're playing it's Alyssa Thomas, you got, you load up on the ice packs, get ready because it's going to be a physical game. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think you know one of the things that they can hang their hat on is exactly what you're saying: the attitude, them winning. Obviously, no Enrique Gumbawale still. She's going to be out for at least this first round of the playoffs, and you know yeah. sending good vibes to her and her injury. Yeah. Um, maybe she can come back if they do win this series, but. I think they actually look good without her because they have a point guard on the floor at all times. And that's really right. helped them um, help their offense move a little bit quicker. Um, mm-hmm. So I think with Veronica Burton in the starting lineup, yeah. they have looked better. That being said, Veronica Burton's a rookie. Now I do, I think the matchups though are pretty good for the wings, right? Cause we're going to have, you know, let's, let's play out these matchups a little bit. Uh, Natisha Heidemann will be covered by Marina Mabry. And she'll probably be cut. They'll, they'll probably be matched up on the other end too. Courtney Williams um, can be matched up with Veronica Burton because she's right. a little bit more of an on-ball threat. Right. Then we have Duana Bonner against Alicia Gray, the two Olympians. You know, Elise, uh, Alyssa Thomas, Kayla Thornton, two players kind of looking in the mirror. It's kind of it's kind of like uh, if you guys are watching the NBA Finals, Grant Williams and Draymond Green, right? Yeah. You know, one of them, Kayla's trying to be a little bit like Alyssa, and Alyssa is Alyssa. So, you know, I think that's a pretty good matchup. And then you got Tara McCowan, John Cole Jones in the middle. And McCowan has been a breath of fresh air. Yeah. As as Chiquita said in the comment, uh, she's playing like she did at Mississippi State. She's gobbling up rebounds. So she's been amazing. And that can help slow down Connecticut. Yeah. That being said, you look at the bench. Brianna Jones has been an um, unbelievable player off the bench. She could be starting in this lineup. Easily. I think we'll be seeing that. I think we'll be seeing those three bigs together mm-hmm. with Courtney Williams and this monster lineup that actually I think Dallas has some answers for with Isabel Harrison, Awaku year. Like, I think this is a really good matchup. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> oh, I think Connecticut's just better. It's like the matchup's yeah. good because the players are similarly sized and they can match up, but the Connecticut just has better players. And I think um, that's going to manifest itself in a lot of ways. And I think it could be in transition mm-hmm. um, that Connecticut really takes advantage. Gonna, they can turn the ball over. Um, it's Dallas has not been great about taking care of the ball recently. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be a huge area for Connecticut to take advantage of. They have the second most possessions uh, in that space, but Dallas's transition defense is really solid too. So I think it's a good matchup. And I think we're going to go three. I just think Connecticut has better players. End of the day. Yeah, I think without Enrique Agumbawale, I think it's going to be really tough for Dallas, even though, like you said, their pace of play is different. Mm -hmm. Uh, Veronica Burton loved her at Northwestern for Joe McEwen uh, collegiately. She is a rookie, but she has really been thrown and thrust into uh, this experience, you know, to have big minutes in games this year down the stretch in games. So they have a lot of trust in her especially on the defensive end. Uh, she is very wise and she's smart with her decisions that she makes on both sides of the court. But I think her confidence on the offensive end has grown as the year has. And you think of her as just being this defensive stalwart, but no, she can score the ball too. Like if she yeah. has an opportunity, she's not going to pass up opportunities to score it. So I think uh, even with that, I think, you know, experience is what it is. And I think Connecticut and their core right now, they have experience deep into the postseason. And let's just call that what it is. And I've already said that uh, about a team like Washington. I already said that earlier, you know, about other teams having experience and how that makes a big difference, like Chicago. So for for me in this series, I would love to see it go three. 
just because of the grit and determination that Dallas possesses. Uh, I just think that Connecticut, they were just picked in every category last year to win the title. So I think it's like a run it back situation for them. And now they have it right in front of them. And in spite of what happened in the regular season, I think they're going to come in and play super hungry in this series and, and try to close it out in two. But I realistically see it going three, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Connecticut too. I am too. And yeah, shout out to Ty Harris. Ty Harris has been amazing. Thanks for pointing yeah. that out, Tiger. Um, but yeah, you know, I just, I just think they're going to be a little better, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked. Would not be shocked yeah. if it, if it goes the other way. Um, yeah. now, so let's, uh, let's just see where we're at. I know we got to get, we got to get Christy out of here. Um, because she, she's got, she's got to get ready. She's got to get ready. Um, so let's just wrap up. What we got, so you, we only disagree on one series outcome. Oh boy. Cause we have Connecticut together, right? Chicago yeah. and we have Vegas. All, all in the same game. So we have three favorites. Um, so if you don't like that, mention it in the comments. So let us know. Uh, yeah, talk about that. And then we disagree on the Mystics and the Storm. Now let's just make a really quick pick. We don't have to explain it. There's no explanation. No explanation. Okay. Who's winning the title? Oh, my God. I thought you were going to go in. I thought you were going to go in. Who's in the finals? You're going all the way to the tippy top. You went to tip top, y'all. Let's see. Oh, boy. I you can pick your finals matchup. Uh, finals matchup, but you have to do both. Then, <laughs> no, okay, I just need to do one. You know, I can't handle all that. You know, I'm stressing out. I can't. You know, way my um, DNA is set up, I can't do all that at one time. Let's go. Um, oh boy, oh boy, uh, to win the whole shebang, shebang, shebang. <sighs> I mean, Vegas right now to me, okay, you and Sharice. Oh, hey, Sharice, the girl, you and me. <laughs> same page i i don't know i just think the way that they've been playing and barring any injuries i you know i just think that they just have a toughness right now about them and then becky hammond who has just been amazing with the same core group of players right mm-hmm. basically uh, minus uh elizabeth cambage but the same core group but just totally reshuffled and recalibrated the philosophy of how they want to play the game, you know, instead of inside out, they're more outside in their defense is like everything about them has changed and look at them at the one seat. I don't know. There there's a a reason that they're there. So I'm going to leave them there. (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm I'm, I'm disagreeing. I'm disagreeing. I think, (laughs) I think whoever wins that Seattle Washington series is winning the title. Oh, I really do. And and because it'll be it, whoever wins that series is going to be on such a high from beating that other great team You're that right. I think they're going to really have it figured out by the end of that series. Yeah. yeah. So because I have Seattle winning that series, I have Seattle winning the title in mm-hmm. Sue Bird's last year. Tina Charles gets her first title, and I think they do it against the Connecticut Sun, who come out of the other side because I think Connecticut's wow. going to be playing really well. They're going to be playing motivated against the Chicago team, and I think okay. they can pull that one out. So interesting. I'm going, I'm going Seattle over Connecticut in the championship. Wow. Wow. Well, I'd subject to change. Hold I, on. You have an asterisk 
sick. Oh, can I get an S is too? You have to call it. Well, as, as as Mark as Mark Schindler said at the beginning of, of this podcast, Gabe has immaculate lawyer vibes today. <laughs> he really does. It's subject to change. <laughs> oh, by the way, like like but the, you know, little, you know, writing that I can't read without glasses, like a little tiny. The five print, the five print here, subject yeah, to change. The five print. What, what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, all right, Chrissy, we'll get you out of here. I do want to remind people: uh, subscribe to the channel, drop us a like. That really helps. Um, again, comment on like the actual video and not just the live. We absolutely really appreciate everyone who's in the comments here. Um, you know, I think we got, I think we mentioned pretty much everyone that was in there, and we really, really appreciate the comments guiding um, you guys. You know, guiding our our thoughts here today. So we really appreciate it. Um, uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I see I've caused some controversy for championship. All right, <laughs> <I know. laughs> we'll see what happens, uh, especially you know with with all you know the decisions that we had to make today in the in the bracket. But it was super fun. Uh, sorry, spread the floor is going to be live tomorrow, making betting picks. So make sure you're subscribed over there as well. And then that's it. That's all I got. Done. Get me out of here before people get mad at me. Oh no, <laughs> I think they're already mad at me. So we don't have to go home. I have to go to Vegas, but we got to get up out of here. And oh my goodness, we'll be right here next week to talk about our picks and to see how things panned out. But thank you guys so much for joining us today right here on the Her Hoop Stats Podcast Network. For my guy, Gabe Ibrahim, I'm Christy Winter-Scott. We'll see you next time. <laughs>